we are the one, two, three, Star Losers! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports, so I'm going to give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I am pretty much a sports genius. What's up, everyone? I'm Eddie, and I lo- nope, that, <laughs> know the least about sports. Dude, I'm sorry. Bad day already. I know the least about sports and uh, because I am just a sports fan and a sports watcher, but I don't know the who's who's or the what's what's. Before I even intro myself, now you know why we're not Colin Cowherd, we're not Dan Patrick, we're not Jim Rome, we're not Clay Travis, we're not any of the amazing people because of what Eddie just did. Hey guys, I'm Ray, I'm from the North, I like ice hockey, I like football. If you go to a bar, a guy's shotgun and a beer, <laughs> his name's probably Raymundo. I'm sorry, boys. I just had a bad night. I'm recovering from a bad night of gambling last night. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. It happens. You're you're a little flustered. You come in here and you want to get your emotions off your chest. And the best way to do that is play a game we call Would You Rather? All right. Would you rather live in a world where there were no problems or live in a world where you were the one ruler? Uh, no problems. I mean, I just, I'm a peacemaker. Like I like my life with no problems. I don't. Some people like confrontation and like fighting with others. Like I just like peace. Like I want a world with no problems. I'm gonna have to say for me, man. I grew up in rural America where there really weren't a lot of problems. Everything was so simple, plain as day. Man, there weren't a lot of conflicts, not a lot of fighting. Pretty much lived a perfect family upbringing. And now my life is chaos, a lot of craziness, weird hours, arguments, different stuff arises in my life. I like the issues and the stuff that kind of drives you throughout the day. Man, it was too plain when I was growing up, man. Vanilla out, give me problems, baby. Give me 99 of them. So you're saying you want to rule the world? Yeah. I don't think he yeah. know, I don't think he knows what he wants. But what do you want? No, I, I want to rule the world. I want to be have all the power. I want to be able to make decisions for everybody and everybody had to do what I say. That is so much better because how boring would the world be if there were no conflicts with everybody just hugging each other? I understand it sounds cool because you don't like to fight, but some fighting is good. Like you have to fight with your wife because that means you you care. Like if everything was just Oh, yes, so fun and peachy. Pretty boring world. Let let me, like, I saw, there was an observation I had yesterday that was really interesting. And I was, I pointed out to my son, I was like, look at the road. We were stuck in traffic. I said, look at the road right there. The left side of the road is all headlights. Everyone has white lights in the front of their car. And on the right side, all red taillights. All because the government told us we need to have headlights in the front of our car and taillights in the back of our car that are Coach, red. you're sitting in traffic and you get that deep and with your kid when you're just going to get ice cream yes, or taking and, to huh? school? And he was like, whoa. I'm like, how crazy. Someone said everyone in this world is going to have headlights in the front of their car and you're going to have red lights in the back of their car. And everyone's like, okay, sure, they told us. If not, then we go to jail. It's funny you said that because some of the most fascinating pictures I've seen are of a major city and all the white lights one way, all the red lights a different way. So, so the fact that you want to rule the world, Lunchbox, it's like we're such followers. Like I, I, us as humans. Great point. We are such followers. No one's going to rule the world. Like what, this, as soon as someone rules the world, someone else is going to kill them and be like, now I rule the world. Like. We're all followers. And I saw it on the highway yesterday, and I was like, dang, look at us. We're all just a bunch of ants being told what to do. And if we don't do it, we go to jail. Like, it's so stupid. Lunch, your take? No, you're not. Well, I don't understand your your whole we're followers. 
Just because there has to be rules and regulations or else it would be pure chaos. That That's okay. I don't mind some rules and regulations to make everyone a lot safer. Like, you, I don't get your whole, oh, we're just followers because, yeah, because there's rules set because we need them. Like, we need help making sure everyone is on the same page because everybody has a different mindset. But if there's certain ones you got to follow, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, you're right. You're right. And, but that's why we do what we do. It's just funny that we like someone tells us to do something. We're like, yes, sir. Yes, absolutely. And I remember my parents and other people in my life saying, oh, don't be a follower, be a leader. But <laughs> almost every person, unless you're the president of the United States, is a follower in some way, shape or form. Exactly. It is so, so hard to be one of the cream of the crop top up there that is a leader ruler of the world. It and, is so difficult. And if you don't follow, you go to jail or you just owe a lot of money for fines. And I even thought about it. my dad. So he in his job, in his profession, he's the head of one department. But in that company, there's 10 departments, <laughs> and he's probably got 10 bosses. So even my dad, when he said, I'm a leader, look at me, this is what I did. He's under so many people, and he's a follower under so many people. Right. And he was telling me that he's a leader. And then look at the leaders in the world, the world leaders. Someone's always trying to kill him and be the leader on top of him. Like, no one's ever going to be the leader. We just got deep. So really, box. you think? No, 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 no. Oh no. my god! I don't think everyone's always trying to kill the leader. Yeah, absolutely. There hasn't been a leader for his whole life. He's either been well, assassinated. Yeah, because we have or... term limits. Well, in America. Well, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, you <laughs> go look. I mean, no one was trying to kill Nelson Mandela, were they? No. Yeah, he was put in prison. His own government well, was, was pr- trying. His own government no. was trying to get him. Yeah, because he was going against the government. Okay, so he got put in jail because he was whatever I'm he was doing. I don't know much about. You. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not having like, this argument. Is anybody like the Dalai Lama? Isn't he a leader? Is anybody trying to kill him? Well, no, he's he's a peace leader. It's different. Okay, yeah, the, the, he's. Well, not, I'm not saying I'm going to be a, a a mean leader. No, I'm just going to say the Dalai Lama doesn't tell you this is what you need to do. You're like, I want to tell people what to do. Like the Dalai Lama doesn't say this is what you need to do, or like you're out. He didn't do that. I mean, He's- I really don't know what the Dalai Lama does. I've just seen the Dalai Lama, and I don't know who he is. I just know everybody seems to like him and think, ooh, I want to meet the Dalai Lama. We are taking a simple would you rather and getting so deep, guys. Yeah, I'm so – No, no, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm You guys got so deep. I'm very <laughs> impressed that we did that, but at the same time, I'm like, man, you guys semi-lost me, and you've probably lost a yeah, lot of people. That's my, I, my you, fault, my fault, my fault. That's almost – Yeah, you get a little too deep about your headlights. Oh, if we, whatever. Who it cares? was an dude, observation dude, I had yesterday. Think back to like, the, the last thing. Now, now if you think about it, Eddie with these would you rathers, he's getting really deep. We said the ocean. you, oceans are uh, astronauts, yeah. and if you think about it, Eddie was like, did you guys know if you take the water out of the world it's actually just a bunch of mountains that's so crazy deep dude that that is amazing that you and said, i don't even smoke weed coach, like can you imagine if i smoked weed coach i listened back to that segment and i was like oh my gosh that was so deep what eddie said that's crazy i never thought about that well i listened to the podcast with my kids and they were they were both like oh no for sure space like space for sure and then they're like Wait a minute, you can't come back from space? Like, okay, no, we're good. The ocean, the ocean. We'll do the ocean. Hey, we have Chief's Pit. <laughs> Chief's Pits. He has entered the room. Oh, Chief's Pits. Has he has... entered the room? Because, you know, speaking about going deep, we need to go deep into Brother's heart right now. We need to talk to Pitts and see how he's feeling. I mean, it's been a couple days. We we wanted to talk to him yesterday, but he, you know, wasn't available. He was still, you know, crying or whatever. So the Chiefs lose an exciting game at the Rams. Uh, uh, I heart big pits. How are you feeling, man? Uh, real quick, before you answer, our I heart big pits. We're gonna do the station intro. Oh, this is oh. Kansas City Chiefs Radio. Everything we're gonna talk about for the next two minutes is Kansas City Chiefs Radio. Thank you for listening here in Kansas City Chiefs Radio, Missouri. Love that. 
Welcome, boys. <laughs> ah, I'm not upset, Box. Okay, tell me. Talk to me. What were you feeling? Man, you watched excited. the game? Well, first off, I watched the game. It was an awesome day. I tailgated Chiefs fans, just so you know. Couldn't be there, but in spirit, had the grill going. Got the leaves all mulched up in the afternoon, so we'll get to game time. It was a great day for me. Uh, so we're getting ready for kickoff, and I'm watching it live. I actually got my buddy back home, so we're watching it through the, the social networking together. And it didn't start great. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Please Please stop. Please stop. Please stop. Hold on, What is the social networking? Please tell me. I don't know. I'm old. The thing where you can see each other, the messenger thing. Facebook? Yeah, you can set it up and watch it together from a long time away. No, yeah. So wait, wait, wait. Your buddy was in a different city. And you beamed him through on the phone, and you he was watching it on your TV screen? No, oh, he was boy. watching it. He, his TV, but we were looking at each other. Like, we weren't going to be paying attention to each other, but just like you're on the phone. You know, so I'm watching the TV. He's watching his, but we're both screaming together. We lined up the okay, clock, so you know, when, so the delay So wasn't. when the Chiefs score, do you high-five the air, and he high-fives the air like you're high-fiving each Dude, other? We act like 10-year-old children. It's freaking Chiefs football, bub. I'm not an adult when they're playing. <laughs> the first time No, no, I, I get me, that, but I've never heard of someone beaming in their friends so they can see their friend's reaction when your team scores. Yeah, I, Bub. I, I mean, it's my best friend growing up. I mean, just except we don't get to see each other. I mean, cute. you know, time has grown us apart. We so don't do what it are you guys time, wearing but... when this is going on? Are you guys just underwear. sitting in your underwear? Yes. Matter of fact, I don't know because uh, he was shirtless because I was like, dude, put a shirt on. I'm like, it's game day. I didn't see his. I didn't see anything south of his nipples, but it was all it was all uh, just kind of lame on his side. My side of the things, I got a Chiefs couch, as you know. Uh, actually, took out the porch lights if you were rolling through a spring. You have a Porsche? No, a porch. I'm country oh. porch lights. I got two white lights and they had LED bulbs on sales at the Kroger. So I got two red bulbs and put them in there. So it was a red light district at my crib. Uh, we go all out for Chiefs, but let's get to the game. Number one, Box, you're right about running the ball. We couldn't because the Rams came out and got two quick scores, so that put a dent in uh, the ability to run the ball. We knew we were going to have to keep up with uh, one of the top-rated offenses in the NFL, likely um, to be, and it was. Everything the game was expected to be, it was. I'm not going to get into the was it the best game. Who cares? Here's the thing. You give up five, your your catch, you know, your quarterback loses the ball five times, five turnovers, and you still have a chance to win the game at the end. That's exciting. Not something that I saw happen. You know, six touchdowns or not. The kid played his heart out. Golf played like a stud. I thought I thought the whole game was great. One of the teams has to lose. If they would have lost, I'm not going to come in here touting how the Chiefs are the better team. Somebody had to win. Somebody had to lose. We were 9-2. and two. We've been on the road for two games that we lost by a field goal on the road. Technicality. To, what? Not not always does the team have to win and lose. Sometimes they can end it at a tie. Continue. You're right. Thanks, I just one. felt Thank like you. at the end of the game box, if we would have had more points, we'd have won. Yeah, that's a good that's a good observation. Usually, when the the time runs out at the end of the game, if you have more points, you should win. Yeah, but brother, I'm gonna I, Pitts. I'm gonna tell you this. I, I'm the Chiefs. They outgained the Rams by I don't know 100 yards. Something. I feel like they had a lot more yards when I was watching the game. Just the turnovers really hurt you. And I walked they away had from to that because game. all all the Rams all their offensive scores were scored in the red zone with the turnovers. I mean, go ahead. I mean, you're making a valid point, but we had to go the whole field. They didn't. <laughs> You know they're yeah, only short. Yeah, so your two losses, field. your two losses are on the road at New England, and on the road at the Rams. Would so you, you know what that tells that me? Would you agree that they're were they're self inflicted though? Would you at least give me that? Because I I don't think we were outplayed by either team. 
Well, I don't remember the Patriots game you being self-inflicted. I thought that was just a good game. I think, yes, against the Rams it was self-inflicted. And I still, after watching the game, my top five power rankings, I got the Saints number one in the NFL. I got the Chiefs number two in the NFL. I got the Steelers number three. Then we'll go with the Patriots. And then we'll go with the Rams at number five. Okay, and, and I like that. I don't think – do you think the result, uh, regardless of what the score was, if the Chiefs would have won in the Rams, I don't think it makes either team inferior to any other team. I think we're seeing – I think we saw like a midseason Super Bowl. It was an awesome game by some awesome teams that I think are going to be around for a while, bub. Mahomes, there, there's absolutely <laughs> – what? He spit his coffee. Can I say bub? No. <laughs> Couldn't say ballsy last say whatever, time. Can, can I get the list of want. words you can't say on it? Um I, I just think that Mahomes, you're going to learn. You're going to have that. Do I want six or five turnovers in a game? No, but I want six touchdowns. You know, I want the heart that that kid has, man. Chiefs fans, we're excited. We're rallying around a kid who wants to win. You can't coach wanting to win. That's what I said. You can't coach brotherhood. You can't coach camaraderie. We've got a special group of kids in that locker room for the Kansas City Chiefs, likely we may see we may see them face each other again. People say, you know, people say I was watching Sports Center, that was the big question yesterday. Okay, you want to count the Chiefs out because they lost by three points, scoring fifty one on the road to the greatest show on turf part two. <laughs> we'll see you in January, Tom Brady, when that bus is rolling west. And uh we'll see you in January. I think the game's the in February. It's in February, actually. Well, I'm talking about the playoffs to get to the Super Bowl. Mm. The Patriots gotta come west, Bub. Yeah, brother. No, they don't. See, here's brother, here's your you're in trouble we're now. About... Win. No, we're not. The Chargers lost. The Patriots stink. I don't care what they say. What about the Steelers? What about them? What their ass the on the road? Week two, you remember? But well, yeah, but they now they have a chance or home field advantage. You still got to play the Chargers. I love the it how Chargers they say, well, the Steelers are coming. They're growing. Da, 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 da. Well, you don't think we're growing? You don't think our team's better than they were in week two? Pfft. They take love ties and flush them down the toilet. Whoa. I do love your <laughs> philosophy that Patrick Mahomes wants to win as opposed to every other team in the NFL that doesn't want to win. And like Alex Smith, you had him last year. You don't think he wanted to win? I agree, but I, I think it's exciting because nobody's, we're not, just like Mahomes said in the press conference, if you think any of those guys in the locker room are treating me the way that the sports reporters are, I'm not the chosen one. I don't wear a halo on my head. They pick my, they pick my <laughs> nose all day long, beating me up and flicking me in the ear because they're going to make that kid a, a star quarterback. Mark my words. That kid is a champ. He grew up throwing baseballs with Derek Jeter at five years old. Flicking you know, his dad you was a pro ear? baseball I'm saying whatever you do. I'm talking boy talk. Just he picking was a on Yankee? people. Uh, no, but I'm saying he grew up with his father being a major league pitcher. He's growing, you know, he doesn't get shell shocked. You know, spotlights don't shell shock him like somebody who made. We're talking about a kid who started 13 games in the NFL. Okay, he's faced Brady on the road in a hostile environment and lost by three because the clock ran out on a field goal. And you know, look at who he's beat. He's beat Roethlis. He started his career started on the road against Phyllis Rivers and Ben Roethlisberger. Phyllis, Phyllis, yeah, Phyllis. Phyllis. Oh, Phyllis, Phyllis Rivers. Phyllis, that's his mom. So good. I think that's Phyllis, his grandma, actually. <laughs> Phyllis Rivers. Yeah, Phyllis throws the ugliest ball in the National Football League, but it's deadly accurate. Brother, you can't take away the fact that Mahomes is young and brand new, and he has that energy that Alex Smith, who's been around for a while, Tom Brady's been around forever. I mean, they're older. They don't have that kind of energy because they've been around the league for a long time. This guy wants to prove something i'm just excited to wants to prove not that he wants to win more than everyone else he just has a lot to prove i i agree with you and i feel like i feel like the kid believes he can win whether he is or not like and that's great to have when you have a quarterback go out there doesn't buy into the hype sorry if i'm off the mic i'm trying to look at the mic it's a i'm trying to look at him here 
Where I grew up, you look people in the eye, right? Look at me. Look at me. I like that. I like that, brother. Hey, Pitts and Eddie are looking at each other in the eye now. Brother, I like that. I just feel like, just we agree. I mean, that, he's going to be around. We're building a legacy there. Okay, would you rather, I want him to make those mistakes as Coach Reed. As much as I don't want him to make those mistakes, I want him to make those mistakes. You, you know, you, you want him. Do you want him to... Now, when Coach Reed says, all right, you know what? Screw the playbook. This is all you. This last two minutes is you, Mahomes. Like, do you think he's mature enough, smart enough? After what I saw on Monday night, no, I'm going to pull the reins in a little bit because I think he made horrible decisions. Patrick Mahomes, you are 30 yards away from overtime, okay? Given Butker missed an extra point, but so did their cat, whoever it is for the Rams. You know, I, I, I get that. I'm still putting Butker in from 50 yards with the game on the line. So I tell Andy Reid, look, I mean, Andy, if I'm the coach, I tell him whoever's Patrick Mahomes, do we want a touchdown here? Yes, obviously. Okay, that's not what we're playing for. I'm not throwing three bombs and trying to get over the defender to Tyreek Hill in the end zone to win it and have the fireworks go off and win on the road. I'm trying to win a football game the same way I was in the first quarter. We shouldn't have got the ball back. If McVay was a smarter coach, I think he would have used clock management a lot better. They burned 14 seconds with a possession that should have ended the game. We got the ball back with 64 seconds left. Patrick Mahomes has to know that we're only trying to get 40 yards here. Okay, in, in, in Reed's mind, he wants somebody, you know, he wants one of these little short passes to go, to, you know, go the distance. Obviously, we want to win and get out of here, but we have to, you have to play safe. Be, be no, aggressive. No, you don't when, have to play safe. That's the out. exact opposite. You can't play safe. Not That's safe. You want you have to, no. Smart. I use the wrong word. You have to be smart. There's, there's places to be aggressive and there are places to not. And when you're Look, down by got three hit. points. He got hit when he threw the ball. That's on the, not, on the next, I mean, he was, on the, not on the last interception, on the one before that. The last interception, there wasn't a cat around him. He took a two-step drop, came up, and, and gave all he had. And that's another thing I wanted to ask you about, because that final interception, Tyreek Hill was over those two defenders, and that ball was 10 yards short of Tyreek. I've seen Patrick Mahomes throw the ball 100 yards. Given was in Denver. His arm strength, okay, he's missed a few balls, a few of his interceptions. I'm not bothered by it, but did you not notice that? That final interception, there was nobody stopping his arm strength, and he was short on Tyreek Hill where that ball never would have been picked. Stop. Stop with you think his arm strength isn't good enough. I didn't say he it wasn't good cannon. enough. It was a concern. He has a cannon. Then why didn't that no, ball get to No, there's no concern the whatsoever. I mean, it could have been his 100th pass of the of the night. Yeah, like, he, his arm may have got tired. And you got to understand, the, the pass rush was in his face. Like, they were in his face. They may not hit him, but he wasn't able to step up and chunk it. Okay, I mean, there's a lot of factors. Why chunk it right there was my question, Box. You're a field goal away from overtime with a team that's a dogfight. Listen, you have no timeouts. You got. You see someone open. You go for it. In you the ain't middle mad of the that. field with no timeouts. That's brilliant. Hold on. Hold on. You're not mad about that in the first quarter, but in the fourth quarter, you want him to dump it down and be safe. I mean, you can't have no. I'm be questioning gunslinger in the first quarter. The, it, the, was a, it was a busted play box. There's no reason to throw that final interception right there. There's absolutely none. I think a more experienced quarterback would throw that ball away because you have no reason to worry about the clock. You've still got twenty some seconds left on the clock. You know, if you're going to lose, go down with at least making smart decisions, and that's why I say pull in the reins a little how about bit because this? that wasn't how, smart How about you yell Mahomes. at Tyreek Hill? How, how about, about you, you yell, yell at Travis at... Kelsey for dropping a third down in the gut How in the about both of you guys stop yelling at each other? Well, no, he's, no, no, he's, no, brother. I'm sorry. Why don't you yell at Tyreek Hill? He should have just taken a knee in the end zone on the punt, and we could have been in a lot better – you would have been in a lot better position. 100%. Instead, he tries to run it out. <laughs> And he gets tackled at the 11-yard line. You're 100% I mean, that was... right. I also want to flick him in the ear for, for throwing peace signs before he crossed the goal line flick and cost him, him his 15. He cost him, I mean, dumb penalties. Okay, I, penalties are stupid. We got, we're got we so embarrassing on national TV. We're 10 penalties deep before they take the first commercial break. 
Okay, and I'm not blaming the refs because we're guilty of every one of them. Right. That's self-inflicted. Take the penalties away. Take the five turnovers from our touchdown away, and we'll rewind the clock a week back to where I told you the Rams are going to walk out of there with a ten point, a double-digit loss to the Chiefs, and it would have happened just like I said. The Chiefs are the yeah, better. Yeah, but if my aunt would have been born with balls, she would have been my uncle, brother. You can't say what if, what if. I mean, that's what happens. I'm not living in the past. I'm so no, you are. You just said the self-inflicted, the self-inflicted mistakes are why we lost. I'm not attributing the loss as a win to an inferior team when we caused our own freaking loss. It's no, our fault. But brother, but brother, brother you do know they created those turnovers. Like, they had a role in those. Aaron like Donald's Aaron a Donald. beast. I'm not taking anything away from him, but none of those none of those defensive players jumped into Patrick Mahomes' britches and reared his arm back and made him throw it to one of their players. That is, his, that is his decision. I no, brother, agree. the one, the, the next to last interception, the dude just got in and hit his arm as he's throwing it. Tell me he didn't jump in his britches, but he hit him in the shoulder <laughs> and it caused the ball to sh- be short. That's that, don't right. say that they didn't I'm, make a good defensive play and that was Patrick Mahomes' fault. He just got hit when he was talking releasing about the football. Interceptions. Anytime they make contact, if you're expecting me to say that, if you're expecting me to, to not give credit to the Rams defense, you're foolish. I can be a fan of my team and talk bad and good about my team and not discredit another team. Yes, they made those plays. They they slaughtered our offensive line. Patrick Mahomes ran around like a chicken with his head cut off. Okay, we've got to work on that. Our offensive line is suspect. You know, we know that. Nobody's taking that away. But again, if you'll roll back the tape, you're talking about the second to the last interception. The The final interception when we got the ball back and shouldn't have because McVay wanted to run golf and then whatever it was. Um, that that he wasn't blocked. That that just that was a decision by Mahomes to throw that ball, and it was short, and it's a reason it got picked off by whoever number twenty was. And do players? Usually, Peters got the second to the last. Do players usually jump in other players' britches? <laughs> I don't that not that I know of. I've never seen that happen okay. in the middle of the game. And, That's my point. And, That's why I was making a point that oh. it didn't happen. Okay, okay I get it. Okay, the Chiefs look, lost I, that game. The are Rams we done with Chiefs radio? The Rams. Yeah, we can move no, on. No, the Rams, one more. One, yes, we're about to be done with Chiefs right okay. here. Two days old. Drop hold, passes, on, hold on, Pitts. Go ahead. Passes, too. Brother, brother, Super Bowl just calm down. Old. Don't say that the Rams didn't win that game. They caused those turnovers. Maybe, maybe they had the, more uh, points when it was over. Okay. No, Let no, they talk, caused brother. those turnovers. So you can't say the Rams didn't win that game. Yes, Patrick Mahomes threw a couple interceptions, but one of them, uh, you know, one was a good play by the Rams, when he hits his arm, the fumbles, they hit him hard. That causes him to fumble the ball. I mean, don't say they did not win the game. And to to criticize Sean McVay at the end, what did you want him to do? Sean McVay is an aggressive coach, okay? So you're going to get the ball back. That's what he was trying to do is make sure you didn't get the ball back. That's why he came out throwing on those downs to try to get a couple first downs, and then the game's over. If he just runs it up the gut three times, it's the same thing. You're going to call three timeouts, and you're going to get the ball back. Same exact situation, but people are mad because it didn't work. I like the Because he ran golf on first down, we got the— I mean, because he threw the ball, because he ran golf off tackle on first down, we we got him down, called a timeout. Then they threw an incomplete pass on second down and saved timeout. We wouldn't have had. We had one timeout in our final possession. It was horrible clock management. You must right, be getting you would, paid okay, by so the you Rams. Okay, so you would have had no. T- so the only difference is you would have had no timeouts instead of one timeout. Exactly big right. Big difference. Yeah, there's a real big, big difference. Why don't you go ask a few quarterback coaches how many if they wish they would have had one timeout? But that's what I'm saying. Like, if he gets a first down, <laughs> if right. he gets a first down there when he throws it, the game's over. 
All right, boys. I think I, mean, I think I think this conversation. But over. I'm just saying, there's okay. also taking that mindset. There's also the possibility using that rationale that you're going to give an opponent the ball back, who's you, who you, your defense has allowed them to score 51 points, and you're only up a field goal with a short. And field. that is why. That's why and he's brother, aggressive. That, oh he gets my gosh! To make that call. Shut that's, up. That's, Let me talk. That is why he was being aggressive, because he knew he couldn't give him the ball back. He knew if he got a first down, the game was over, and he didn't want to just run the ball at the gut three times and give you the ball back so you can go down and score. He wanted to throw for a first down, then they can take knees, and the game is over. Sayonara, you don't get the ball back. He doesn't have to worry about his defense giving up points. That's why I love him being aggressive. Thank you for tuning in to Chiefs Radio. <laughs> we appreciate your time here on Chiefs Radio, Kansas City, Missouri, all of our affiliates, and everybody here at WLAC 950 Chiefs Radio, Kansas City Chiefs Arrowhead. <laughs> Make sure you stop by Bub's Steakhouse for home of the best Kansas City ribs in Kansas City, Missouri. Go Pe- Chiefs. People say that they have good barbecue. Wait till you come to Kansas City, Missouri. Hey, I'll see I, you there, Bub. Can I just say Happy Thanksgiving? I love each and every one of you turkeys. Oh, happy Thanksgiving. Too. Have a good right, one. Right, guys, security, get at, him out of here, please. After the game... On Monday, did you guys see Sean McVay's girlfriend? Oh, I saw Dude, a picture of that. She's all over the internet. Pitts is coming back to say it. no. Okay. okay. She is a smoke <laughs> show. Bomb Hey, this is widely known that he's a young coach, and I don't think he's engaged to her. It's just a girlfriend. No, they're just dating. But, yeah. man, those pictures, I think it's her on the Instagram that puts him up there, but they go to dinner, and she's wearing the little black dress, and they go on to another dinner. I mean, you think he does a great performance at the football game? I mean, after it, he's taking her to amazing dinners. This guy is living upper echelon type style life. Yeah, and I bet they get so married. So what you're saying is he's performing on the field and off the field. Coach, I don't know where exactly these five-star restaurants are, but he's got the hookups. She likes to dine and, and just wine and dine. They live in the life. I don't know if they did it in L.A. or where, but, you know, restaurant-wise, but they are killing it right now on do the Do you scene. know anything about her? Like, what does she do for a living? How I, I want to know how she met I'm, Sean McVay. I'm um, going to say, just take a wild guess, she's a housewife. <laughs> A housewife, so she's married? <laughs> well, not married, but, uh, you know, housewife in quotation. So she does nothing. I don't think she's doing a 9-to-5 or when her dude is the coach, head coach in an NFL team. He's making mills. I think she's fine. Yeah, I, I would suggest people don't judge at that point because you see that. You're like, oh, my God, like, there we go. Here's a gold digger, you know. He's a young coach. But – I'm going to judge because, yes, like he, he really, McVeigh, he's a good looking dude, but really in his regular life, if he was like a stockbroker, he wouldn't be picking up that kind of girl. Absolutely not. He's an NFL head coach, one of the best yep. right now. He's a baller. So, congrats to him. Enjoy this life because he deserves it. But I mean, there's no love there, right? Like, they're not getting married. Business. No, they could get married. I, I'm looking at her Instagram uh, page. Oh, that, and I don't and, see, and, and that tells an accurate picture of what people are really like. Go ahead. Well, yeah, I don't see one of them of her at work. I mean, it's her on a beach. <laughs> it's her at the club. Oh, it's her Go on Jared. a night out with the girls. It's her lounging in the Caribbean by the pool. Exactly, I coach. Mean, your, hey, coach. There she is on a yacht. In those I mean, pictures, where does McVeigh show up? Like t- time frame? Uh no, no, no. He. Oh gosh. He's been in there a while. Okay. So maybe they've been dating for a bit. And he's the type of guy, can you imagine their conversations? Do you, do you think he's Mr. Romantic, he's looking into her eyes, or is he always thinking football and all he has is numbers going on in his head when they're out to dinner? No, he seems like, uh, just from interviews and stuff, it seems like he can get away from football all pretty right. easy. I hope he can. Uh, see, yeah, when you have this waiting for you, that, I could get away from football. Coach, that's what I was going to say. When I saw that first picture, I'm like, okay, this guy's enjoying life. He's not just like that dude that's like, all right, uh, done with the game, let's go back to the tape room and let's just work all night because we've got to get... 
It seems like he's, I guess it's in a young person. It's in that young person's personality to like be like, all right, I'm done with work. Let's party. Like, let's go have fun. Because he is still what? You see, 32, 32 years old. 32. A lot of life in that dude. And now he's got a hot chick. Like, I'm glad he's living it up. Well, he is oh, there living she it is up. in St. Thomas with a uh, little fruity drink on the beach. Okay. Yeah, very Guys. nice. And I do love that because when you used to hear about John Gruden when he was a coach, oh, he doesn't even go home and see his family. He spends 12 hours watching film. And I always thought when I was younger, I was like, that seems like a miserable life. I understand you want to be a head coach in the NFL, but you have to have a life. I'm glad to see this dude is 32, head coach of one of the most powerful offenses in the NFL, and he is still having a good old time. But, Coach, that's the difference. What I'm saying is, like, these coaches that are married, their, their time that they're not in the tape room working or at the field house, they're, they they got to be home with their family and their wife. These guys, like McVay, he doesn't have a family. So when he's done working, he's going to go with his hot chick. They're going to go to the islands. They're going to have fun because it's just a different lifestyle. Not to say that, you know, Chucky, you know, in his time off, he had to go to his his right, but no, but what I'm saying is they said he would never go home. He would spend 12 hours a day at the football facilities, and that's what I meant. I was like, geez, dude, that's, I feel bad for his oh, family because – and what I'm saying is they don't even enjoy any moment of this life, and Sean McVay is enjoying life. Good for him, man. He needs to. Because, I mean, look at that high-pressure job he has. High pressure, stressed all the time. I was watching – just these coaches. I was watching Auburn last night with the playing Duke. That head coach, he's gonna die of a heart attack. He sweats. Bruce Pearl. Bruce Pearl. Bruce Pearl sweats. Like he looks like he jumped in a pool at the end of the game. They all do because they're all wearing their heavy suits in basketball. No, he's wearing a. He's he looks like a dad. Like he's dressed like in his like like he went to the bookstore and brought bought the the t shirt and, and regular pants. He's not dressed in a suit. I just feel like it's such high pressure. You're yelling all the time. You're pissed. You're happy. You're excited. You're jumping up and down. You're pumped. And then you're pissed again. Like. Uh, you have to have that Mai Tai at the beach, right? You need to. You got to. I mean, Sean McVay's pulling hotties, and you know who used to pull hotties? Tiger Woods used to pull some hotties. Well, I mean, and then different, he different pulled scenario. some dogs also at the Perkins waitress. But the big news is <laughs> this Friday is the big matchup, Tiger versus Phil, and you can get it for the low price of twenty dollars. Dang, I mean, that's not but, bad. I bet they were shooting no, for two hundred, and they yeah. had to bring that they, puppy down. Exactly. I think they did market research and realized no one was really going to pay a hundred dollars for this, so they had to lower it to twenty. And last yesterday, they were having a press conference talking about it. And they, this is so dumb. Phil comes out and he's like, okay, you know what? The first hole sets up real well for me. I think I'm going to birdie it. And then they bet their own money. And I, I believe, in fact, I'm willing to risk 100000 that says I birdie the first hole. So, so that's how good I feel heading into this match. You don't have to take it. You no, don't have to no. take it at all. But hold I'm going to throw that off, out hold there. Hold on, hold on. So you think you can make birdie on the first hole? I know I'm going to make birdie on the first hole. Double it. (laughs) Did you see how I baited him like that? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. 200 says I birdie the first hole. Uh, Okay. What do they think? They're McGregor press conference here? They're trying to do UFC press conference. Golfers never talk (laughs) until this now. All of a sudden, they're doing that. There's a reason why golfers don't talk. Listen to these two. Dude, Tiger was great. Double it. 
Uh, oh, yeah? Oh, hey, hey. Okay, fine. You think you're going to burn the first hole? Uh, double that no, hedge fund. No, no, I know I'm going to burn oh, the yeah? first well, hole. Bet your hedge fund then. Hey, and then and, all the, the reporters in the background, they're the, like the fist pumpers, like, oh, snap. Oh. Call your oh. investment manager over at Charles Schwab and tell him to invest something oh, on that. Can we please play that again? Because it was so corny. Yeah, please, right. please. Here we go. And I, I believe, in fact, I'm willing to risk 100000 that says I birdie the first hole. Oh. So, so that's how good I feel wow. heading into this match. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. You don't have to take it. Oh, you don't uh, have to no. take it at all. Yeah, don't be scared. Hold I'm going to throw that off, out hold there. Hold on, hold on. Oh, Tiger's talking. Yeah, yeah, stop. Hold on. So hold on. you think you can make birdie on the first hole? I know I'm going to make birdie on the first Ooh. hole. Double it. Double it. Oh. Did you see how I baited him like that? Ah. Oh. The funniest part is the fake shock by the reporters. Ooh. Coach, it's, it wasn't even the reporters. My, my funny one was, was Tiger's face because he says, like, yeah, 200,000, I'll bury the first hole. And Tiger's face looks at him like it's a UFC fight. Like, really? Like, you want to fight right now? You want to fight? And it's like, dude, shut up. You know it's all a joke. It's so dumb that they're playing into it. Dang. I, yes. Like, they are trying to hype this up so much. Having the, the like, it just seemed so corny, and they didn't. They both looked so bored in the video. Like, okay, so oh, let me see the script here. I say I can make a birdie <laughs> for a hundred thousand uh, dollars. Actually, I think it says two hundred on the script. Uh, yeah, go, just go with one hundred. One hundred. And, and the thing is, two hundred thousand dollars to them is nothing. Nothing. It's like a quarter. Nothing. Like, I mean, just Google. I'm gonna Google Phil Mickelson net worth. And I'm always curious too. That, so, what is the purse? The nine million, right? Is that something? Yeah, like that? nine million. And then there's now this on the first hole. There's two hundred thousand. Is this their own money, or is that the TV money that goes into? No, no. It? no the the two hundred thousand is their own money. The nine million is sponsorship money or whatever. Okay. Phil Mickelson net worth three hundred and seventy five million dollars. Do you think he's really worried about that two hundred thousand dollars? Well. Putting that in perspective with my bank account, that's like me saying, Lunchbox, $5 bet, I'm going to birdie the first hole. There you go. Right. So, yeah. And my thing is, it, it would be, it may make it cool if they had the $200,000 stacked on that green when they come up to the first green. Then, okay, for some optics, that might look cool. But to hear Phil Mickelson, Mr. $375 million person, say $200,000 doesn't bother me it doesn't get me excited at all well here's the thing too i just don't think that i mean phil and and tiger have played each other like for years just there's just been 200 other people on the on the on the in the field too like it it doesn't matter like who's gonna win it's not a challenge like they should have gotten someone who has like a, a hothead someone that's like just a hated person in golf i don't know who that would be Maybe DeChambeau. Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed. Somebody that, yeah, people don't like, and he, they know that he could get pissed, and there could possibly be a fight. You know what I mean? Like, there could possibly be clubs thrown. That's where people Stop. would want. No one's going to fight. I know. That's what I'm saying. They're just joking. <laughs> no one's, you know, whatever. Tiger beats them by 30 strokes. Who cares? Like, it's not even interesting. They need to throw yeah. in some kind of other angle. Like, oh, yeah, they have. So, apparently, Phil, like, you know, is now dating Tiger's ex-wife, and, like, now they really hate each other. Like, that's why we watch UFC. That's why these press conferences are so cool, because McGregor's just like, I'll fight you right now. Like, I'll beat your... 
Like that's what's fun and, about and it. Who, where did this come from? This head-to-head mono e mono in golf out of nowhere, and now randomly they're trying to have to build it up like a UFC fight. That was a great comparison you made, and it's to the point that they have to do it in a corny way. Where Tiger, I've seen other interviews where he's like, "I've always been in Phil's head. What are you talking about? Not just for this." <laughs> <laughs> I've been in Phil's head for 20 years. Okay, it's it's just weird seeing them trash talk because they have to kind of do it politically correct. They can't be like, that guy. The, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if they really want people to watch, that's how it, had, it has to be. It would have to be like that where they trash talk each other for real. Dude, if they do this on the course, if they're... Hey! No, they are going to because oh they're going to be mic'd up. Oh my I gosh, know, that audio—no, so we're having to play that for sure. If any of it leaks to the internet, because it is going to be hilarious. Hey, yeah, if- I mean, Phil Mickelson, three hundred seventy-five million dollar net worth. Tiger Woods in his career has made one point five billion dollars. Yeah, that two hundred thousand dollar bet really gets me excited. How about this? How about you play a round of eighteen and whoever loses has to retire from the PGA tour? Then I'll tune in. That's funny. Then I'll tune in. That's funny. Or or Phil Mickelson. You have to skip the Masters next year. Phil Mickelson shows up with Tiger's ex wife as the caddy. Okay. You know that, that's now we're what talking. I'm talking about. And then and then she comes up and smashes his golf cart window. Yes, or, oh yes, like she did his car. Or he shows up with the Perkins waitress. That's what I'm talking about! Yeah, he has her, you know, be the one that uh, is the one that cleans his balls on the green. If it came out on day, like the first two holes, and I saw breaking news, Phil Mickelson has brought Tiger's ex wife as his caddy. Okay, I'm buying it. I don't care if it's still $20, (laughs) I would buy it. But they don't, I mean, they don't need the people to buy it. They're just putting on this thing. I mean,. Well, no, they need people to buy it because they they spent $9 million, so the advertisers want people to buy it so they can get their money back. The players don't care. Okay, so I get that. But hey, so are they trying, or maybe other people telling them, (laughs) hey, you got to egg him on a little bit. Do this $200,000 for a whole. We're not getting a lot of people buying it already with the early subscribers. Can you guys make it a little more interesting? Like, Tiger, will you do an interview on TNT with Ernie and just act like it's... Yeah, that's all the the, the part of the buildup for the the promotions company. And Mike, zero uh, from zero to ten. What's your interest level? Honestly, my buddy hit me up the other day. Billy goes, "Hey, are, are you buying it?" And I'm not betting it, so I'm not buying it. If I was betting it, you it actually it. you can bet it because I think they're almost even. It's an interesting I mean, bet for t- 18 holes. Who wouldn't bet Tiger okay. right now? Well, yeah, he's. The, I'm thinking he's the favorite. But the, here's the thing: Are there more interesting sports on on Friday? Is there an NFL game, or are they just on Thursday? Is there some college basketball on? Is there college football on? So if there's more interesting stuff on, that's going to be my option. I haven't looked into that yet. But if there's nothing on, and you got $200 just sitting around, and you want to bet it, it's kind of an interesting way to spend a three-hour slot of your Friday where you're not doing anything, is how I look at it, honestly. So 0 to 10, what's your interest level? Right now, I'm not betting it, so I'm saying 4. If I see some breaking news that something's going down, boom, I'm going to do an in, in-flight purchase. Eddie? Eddie. Zero. Okay. <laughs> Zero. I will not be watching this. I'm telling unless I see some breaking news that like something crazy is going on, then it's worth $20. I, I, mean, wanna, this, I do like the fact that it's $20, though. I know it's a move of them saying, like, oh, man, we need to lower that price or else no one's going to watch this. But 20 bucks is a huge difference for someone to say, like, Eh, screw it. We're not doing anything today. Let's just it's twenty bucks. Well, and I hope that Sports Center has access to these highlights. Sometimes with the UFC fights and all that other crap. Yes, they're going to have access to this. I hope. Sometimes they don't. They just show pictures because they don't legally. They can't show the video footage of it. So hopefully we get to see some of it the next day. And if that's the case, then perfect. We don't even have to pay for it, and we don't have to waste our day. 
Yeah, I have zero interest in this. I mean, I just I, the comedy of it is more interesting than me than the actual matchup. Them betting like they're outrageous, like, oh, I'm calling my shot. I'm going to birdie. And oh, my brother-in-law called me the other day and he goes, dude, are you getting Tiger and Phil? That is must-see TV. I was like, why? Who cares? Like, they're not playing for anything. Like, if they bet each other, okay, Tiger's putting up his house versus Phil's house and someone's got to live in the homeless shelter, okay, I'm down. But this is just dumb. It's dumb, dumb, dumb. But who do you like better, Phil or Tiger? To win, Tiger. Tiger will win. No, no, not to win. Just, like, who do you like? Who do you cheer for more? Oh, Phil. I always cheer for Phil. I've always, even when he was fat, like, Fat Phil was my favorite just because – he was always he was always the the underdog man. He's always finishing second, you know. Like it just, I always wanted him to win. He was never the best golfer ever, you know. And so I always cheer for Phil. I do like Phil, a tiger. He gets to me. Like I understand he's the best player in golf, and he is exciting to watch. I love to watch Tiger, but I never root for him. Mm-hmm. I like Tiger because he. Well, I like Phil because he's a risk taker. I love that he doesn't just lay up. He goes for it, and sometimes he hits it in the creek, and then the tournaments. I mean, he can be in first place, be sitting on the pine straw in in Augusta, and he still goes for the green instead of laying up because he is a risk taker. I do like that. I, I, I like that about Phil. So I, do, I cheer for Phil, but I also cheer for Tiger because it's electric. When he is on, it is so fun to watch. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I cheer for him because it's exciting. I don't really like say like oh I really want Tiger to win. It's almost it's almost like I can't just hate on the dude. Like it's exciting to watch him win. Look at this yeah, you look at this vibe when he's winning. Everyone gets into it. That's really cool. But as far as cheering, Phil Hey, and you know, I was just going to say this about Tiger versus Phil. With the usual tournament, say there's, uh, what, 60 guys involved in them, and you can usually get a couple guys that are pretty close to each other. With just two guys going against each other, the chances that it ends up being a gap of about five or six shots is pretty good, well, which means it's going to be But I think horrible. they're playing like a skins game. Like, I think it's just per hole. Oh, I think it? you're just playing a I think, but I don't, like I said, I don't even know. But I thought it was just, you win the first hole, you win that one, and then, but I don't know. But if you think about it in the groups, you know, like if you have groups of four or three or whatever, or like say on, on Sunday, you know, there's a group of two, they usually shoot about the same because that's just the way golf is, I feel. Like, it, it depends who you're playing with. You got, that's your competitor, so you play to that level. If you don't know, like if you're... 10 strokes behind the leader, you don't know where the leader is, so you're just playing your best anyway. But when you're playing along with the leader, you just start – it never okay. – someone never really takes off unless okay. they're just on fire. Then I'm the different on that one. I, I honestly think somebody – I'm not saying it's Tiger or Phil. The favorite is Tiger in Vegas. He's you got to put down 200 to win 100. Uh, you basically double your money if you bet on Phil. But I'm saying I think one of them goes up five or six. and I, So it's the scoring's different, but I think it's you win every hole is what Lunch is saying. Yeah, skins. So, yeah, so he'll be up, you know – a like oh, so no, I guess it is like. just head-to-head. I guess it's just total score. Oh, I mean, is it? I, Did dude, you look I it up, know. Coach? I'm looking at I'm the betting. I'm trying to look it up as we're going. Well, I'm looking at the betting, and it says, first golfer to go up. These are proposition bets, different bets other than the winner. It says, first golfer to go up one. Will either golfer lead after nine holes? Will either golfer win three consecutive holes? Yeah, so that might be. that sounds like skins to me. Just because even up by one could just be a but skin. But still, there can be a big lead in skins, right? Yeah, I mean, okay, they, so there it, you it, go. Can be, it can be 18 to 0. I, I personally think just because we're picking two golfers and not 60, I'm thinking that it's going to be a big lead and this is going to be absolutely horrible. It's a blowout. This isn't your Rams Chiefs Monday night game of the year. This is going to be horrible. I don't think it's a blowout. 
I think it's a blowout. Because they both, I mean, whew, here, the, when Tiger's on with his irons, it's dangerous. Anything over four, I would say, is a blowout. Is that cool? So I'm saying, yeah, oh, I'm saying it's for a, one round. Sure. Yeah. So I'm saying over four, it's a blowout. Because they want it to be one, two, something that somebody can make up in the last couple holes. I, I don't think that's happening. Just in the golf I've watched, I was watching it every weekend up until football started, and that's just usually what I kind of see and feel. 50, is this 50 or 500 to one? Hole in one. That says that's in one of your prop bets? 50 to one. Will there be a hole in one? Absolutely not. No way. Coach? No. Is but, it worth putting a dollar on it? Oh, absolutely. Get that. Oh my figure. gosh, you are addicted to this gambling thing. Dude. You are hey, so I, addicted to the gambling. I have my it's finger, not even. I have my finger on the button. Do I push it or not, dude? If you no. bet that, you know you're buying it, so you're gonna go totally against your zero. <laughs> hey, how interested is Eddie? Oh, hey guys, I'm a zero. But then he's gonna bet it and he's gonna buy it and he's gonna go totally against what he just said on this podcast. So Eddie, is Phil your favorite uh, golfer of all time? Um, yeah, I would say he is until he retires. Okay, I yeah. gotta say I I want to talk about my favorite football players of all time real quick. Uh, they play for the University of Arkansas. Last name Curl and Poley. They have been suspended by the University of Arkansas. They will not be part of the Arkansas football team this week because after last week's loss, calling. to Mississippi State, they left the locker room and went to get the digits of the Mississippi State cheerleaders. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Dude, they were just hollering. They What's get punished wrong with for that. that? <laughs> Dang. The coach said it is absolutely it is completely unacceptable in all areas of this program, said Coach Morris. Because because they they're Mississippi State cheerleaders? What if they were I, I Arkansas don't know. cheerleaders? Dude, they've been seeing they, the, No, they were Mississippi State cheerleaders. Yeah, like I know. they were the, is that the, the opposing teams. Is that the, is that the main problem? I don't understand. What's the problem with going and asking a girl for her phone number? Well, well the Razorbacks this- lost fifty-two to six, and the coach is probably like, "Why are you concentrating on the cheerleaders, coach? When we just got crushed by fifty-two to six, coach? The game's over. The game's over. I mean, they just really, what if that? What if that could be his future wife? What if he's just like, oh my gosh, love at first sight. I'm a believer. She's the one. I need her number. Like, yeah, that's, I agree. That's I agree crazy with you. He's hating the get- player. Like he's hating the player. Yeah, I agree, coach. I mean, he is he is straight cock blocking right there. <laughs> yeah, he just spit out his water on his freaking laptop. Coach, I can't believe you just said <laughs> cock blocking. I mean, that's Coach, what he's doing. Chad Morris, I mean, listen, you're cock blocking. Why are like, you, you doing that? Right. I mean, they are college kids. <laughs> What's wrong with? I mean, they are getting the number of hot cheerleaders. Yes. What is the wrong with that? And, and, the dude's got game. Not uh, only does he have game on the field, he got game off the field, and that's pretty. How? Uh, and my question is, how did they operate and get the girl's number? Like, how did? What did they do in the football game to give them a signal? Like, hey, yo, I'm digging you. Did they? I, you know what I mean? Did they point a pom-pom at him? Like, how did they know that that cheerleader wanted them to come out of the locker room and get the digits? Yeah, you know it's one of those eye contacts. You keep looking at each other and you're seeing each other. Then you know, and it's just like in normal life. That's how you know somebody wants you and you want them. I'm turning Eddie's mic off. He's got water yeah, in the mic. Okay, he's cleaning his mic. So what I wanted to say was, how. what I'm more curious about is none of them have their cell phones. I don't think the cheerleaders have their cell phones and the players don't either. Right. How did they remember those 10 numbers to be able to land the number, you got to remember that. Otherwise, you, you don't know your own number. I mean, no, I know you know your own number, but to learn their number, oh, paper, no, pen, Ray, probably. they came back out out of the locker room, yeah. so they brought their cell phone okay. out, oh. probably, okay. and said, "Hey, let's you know get a number." I got gotcha. you. Well, <laughs> listen, man, dude, 
I don't, I'm trying to think back when I was, if you, you did notice the other cheerleaders, I don't think you'd ever stretch because we didn't, to get their numbers because you just live so far away from them. That would just be dumb to have a girlfriend in another city. Well, I always think too, you know, like whenever there are those plays where the running back goes into the, you know, out of bounds and he like bounces right by the cheerleaders and he gets back up. I was wondering like, why doesn't they like say like, what's up girl? Something. They always ignore the cheerleaders, and I think that's your best opportunity right there because the cheerleaders are like in awe. Like, oh my gosh, football players are right here, right in front of me. And they never even look at them. I understand they're in the zone, but dude, that's your perfect chance right there to be like, what's up, girl? I I, I agree. Lunch. No, I, I think it's a great point. I just, I think I, I'm a little disappointed in the head coach right now. Yeah, me too. Should we? I think he follows me on Twitter. Should I tweet him? Yeah, you should tweet him and be like, Chad Morris, dude, what's wrong with. Your boys getting the numbers like they lost. You know th- this is going to boost their spirits, and they'll be ready to go next week. They're suspended for a game. Yeah, man. I wonder. Like, how they much won't those... be at practice. And their defensive coordinator said, "Listen, it's all about perception. Here we are fighting to develop the kind of culture where you're going to have a winning attitude by every guy that walks on the field. I'm not questioning their character, but the perception was not very good when they're out there getting digits. <laughs> I'm curious how far those two campuses are from each other. I'm looking it up real quick." Let's see. I, I'm, I, yeah, I just, Arkansas, I've never heard State. of this, but I, I, I bet it goes on more than we think. But I, I just got to say props. Those are my two favorite football players of all time now. No, for real, though, those aren't your favorite of all time. No, they're not. Eddie, oh, really. I thought you were it's serious. It's called sarcasm. I, no, no. I, thought, I thought you were serious. But I'm just saying, and this could hurt in recruiting. I mean, if a recruit sees that, you know, Arkansas head coach Chad Morris isn't going to let you get numbers of chicks, they're going to be like, man, I'm going somewhere else. I want to <laughs> no, go be able to. No, it's not. No, it's not. That, no one's even going to remember this. You don't think so? No, no. Like, he comes into your the living room, the, the, hey, man, I'm Chad Morris. I'm like, man, aren't you the one that said no no cheerleaders numbers? Get out of here, this man. I'm how, all about the cheerleaders. Dang, you guys, I got it right here. So from Fayetteville to wherever Mississippi State is, the college. Starkville. Yeah, so it is seven hours. Yeah. So these guys were engaging in a long-distance relationship. Or they are going to stay the night. Oh, if they were there that night. Maybe. Were, okay, yeah. Night was something like saying. that. Dang, that's a long drive, though. That's almost when you kind of second think of relationship. Oh, Seven's a long time. And you're crossing state lines, too. So you usually don't, especially now, you don't see those kind yeah, of long Yeah, seven hours is a long time. I mean, that may be a waste of getting a phone number, but maybe maybe the cheerleaders travel for basketball and they were going to be in Fayetteville. <laughs> maybe. Good point. Coach, I mean, you I, never, I, spring break? I mean, there's all sorts of options. I think about your recruiting scenario that you just said. you got to understand that in the recruiting scenario, it's the head coach, it's the player, and their parents, you know, like sitting there. So if the if the student is just like, Hey, coach, like, I saw that you didn't let, like, your players hit on some cheerleaders. Like, what's up with that? Like, what if I want to hear on some – you know the parents are like, what's your problem? What are you asking a question like that? What's wrong with you? Like, No, because some of the parents want their kids to, you know, bring home a hottie. What are you talking like you don't about? think the dad you don't you don't think the dad wants their kid to bring home a cheerleader? Well, and that tells me Arkansas must not have the hot cheerleaders then. If no. they had to go to a different school to Arkansas get some, Arkansas has hot cheerleaders. I've seen it. Not them. according to these players, they were hollering at another school's cheerleaders when they have their own and they have their own <laughs> co-eds that they chill with all the time. But they were reaching out to another campus. Those girls must have just been that strikingly beautiful that they thought, man, I got to take my shot right here. At also, I game. hope. I hope that those two dudes didn't have girlfriends because they tried to do it on the sly where they're just getting the number and they got busted because coach called them out and ruined everything. That's true. I didn't even think about that. Like oh. if they were trying to get play on, play at, you know what I'm saying? Go on, play it. 
and the coach just outed them in public and their girlfriend finds back out in Fayetteville, they're, they're going to come home, their stuff's on the lawn. I mean, that's a bad week. Yeah. It's no good All for right. nobody. Speaking yeah. of cheerleaders, though, I did tell you guys the other day about that, what I saw on the UCLA game. I saw a cheerleader Dude, in... No, you told us off the podcast. Yeah, I know. But I was it just, was... I, you, you did? Eddie was talking about this at dinner with our all of our significant others. Please continue with oh, what yeah, you're saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, about how she had no underwear. Yeah, please just continue with what you're saying. I'm telling you right awesome now. It's awesome as a guy to talk about this and when you're in the man cave, but you were talking at dinner with all of our significant others, and it was... We can't talk about that in front of the girls. Guys, I was, Why? I don't know. It just rubbed me the wrong way. I was getting ready to go have dinner with you guys, and I was out of the shower, and my wife was putting her makeup on, and I had the game on, and I see they're showing a player, like the quarterback, you know, going up to the line, but it was a close-up, but right behind him, you see the UCLA cheerleader, and she's jumping up and down, and her skirt goes up, and dude, I'm telling you, she is not wearing any underwear. <laughs> It's all butt cheek. And Eddie's DVRing it. And his wife even let him DVR it. No, no, no. I didn't DVR well, you it. Went by, I, you said I you... paused it and I was like, boots. That's what I call my wife. Boots, get over here right now. Look at this. And I rewound it. It's like, look, she's not wearing any underwear. My wife's like, yes, yeah, she is. It's just she's got a wedgie. I'm like, how did the how do those cheerleader underwears wedgie? They're like shorts. So Eddie's DVR. Were the kids around? At no, this it's time? just me and my wife. The kids man, are downstairs. You'd be the coolest dad ever. <laughs> the juniors are like, "You're right, dad. She don't got underwear." Dang. And so Eddie said, "Did you take a picture?" No, 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 no. See that? That I think that would have taken it to another level. So his wife was cool with him just DVRing back and forth, back and forth to see if she was wearing under. What was the verdict? What underwear? What was the verdict? My wife says that she was wearing underwear and she just had a wedgie, and I was like, "There's no chance." I've seen bloomers or shorts that that cheerleaders wear under those skirts. Either the, either the UCLA cheerleaders are wearing thongs, or she was wearing no underwear. And this conversation took place at a classy dinner place in front of all of our significant others. There you go. And they, they were there in we the go. conversation, too, though. Uh, my, my girl wasn't engaging in it. She, she wasn't? No. You, you were very into it, and I was curious. I was But at the shocked. same time, I had to act like I didn't care, so I was like, oh, that's weird, Eddie. I, I just saw the score. I was shocked. What was the score of that game? I don't remember. No, I was faking like I cared. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys ready for the – I don't know if this is going to be good or not. Probably I want to know if it's yum-yum in your tum-tum or <laughs> – Yes. Dude, don't even finish the game. Please, Please don't. You know, all right, that's no, it. Go, that's the game. Go, Or puke nasty, all right? Okay. <laughs> I thought he was going to rhyme. <laughs> No. Well, I didn't have anything because you guys threw me off and my computer was messing up and it took it off the screen. Okay. So if you go to the Bear, Bears-Lions game on Thanksgiving in Detroit, they are offering the Thanksgiving pizza. It comes with turkey, cranberry sauce, stuffing, mm. and gravy, and it's all on a pizza. Is that yum-yum in your tum-tum or... He doesn't even remember. Puke nasty. Okay. Hey, I'm I was gonna, trying to come up with another rhyme. <laughs> no, he couldn't think of it. I'm going with puke nasty because randomly we had a niece stay with us and she wanted to have meatballs on her pizza. Listen, don't mess with pizza. Pizza needs to be pepperoni, cheese. You got your jalapenos. You throw on a little extra cheese, maybe some sausage. Don't get wacky and crazy and meatball and turkey and Thanksgiving on a pizza. It ruins it. Puke nasty for me and my family on this one. I did the other day. I, my wife got a cheese pizza for the kids, and I was like, who eats cheese pizzas? I need meat on my pizza. So I look in my fridge, and I had sliced turkey. So what I did was I cut up some turkey, and I put it on there, and I threw it in the oven for like five minutes, and it melted into the cheese. I'm like, that's not bad. 
But I did not put cranberry sauce on it. I didn't put stuffing on it, pumpkin pie, whatever else is on that crap. Gravy. Gravy? That is disgusting. That's a a, a pizza sin. Get it out of here. That's puke nasty. There you go. Oh, it is absolutely puke nasty. Like, who wants gravy on their pizza? Like, I I understand you want it to be because it's Thanksgiving and you want to offer something Thanksgiving. (laughs) Offer a turkey plate at the right, concession stand. Right. Don't make a pizza with turkey and stuffing and cranberry sauce and gravy. That sounds gross. Puke. Nasty. I am excited about that game, though. Like, finally, there's another game other than the Cowboys that's going to be good to watch. Cowboys got who on that day? We uh, Cowboys the- have Redskins. Yeah. So that'll be a good day. That's yeah. a great day of football. Good day. You cannot beat and, watching football on Thursday on Thanksgiving. And I would never have said ever thought I would say like that. I can't wait to see the Bears. Like <laughs> it's so cool that the Bears are good and it's going to be exciting to watch. Yeah, they hadn't been on Monday Night Football. They said for like five years, which totally shocked me. Which means they're good now. They have a flex schedule, so they're putting good teams on Monday night. The Bears, and they get Thursday night. So there you go. They got two prime timers in a week, dude. The entire world's going to know about the Bears now. Yeah, we're hoping Trubisky plays though. Oh, Why? I didn't even he hurt his see shoulder. That they're optimistic that he'll play, but yeah, he hurt his shoulder. His throwing shoulder uh, in the first fourth quarter against uh, Minnesota. It's, so, his, it's his throwing shoulder. Not, uh, not let the me other look. one. Uh, hey, it doesn't matter. I don't want him out there if it's. We got to be mean, really careful shoulder, with our franchise quarterback. Stop it. You know it. Man. Stop it. Don't be calling him as your franchise quarterback. You said two weeks ago that there's no way he's going to be your franchise quarterback. And can somebody tell him that there's going to be a lot well, of people watching him on Thanksgiving? We need him a player. It needs it to be a good game. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? The he injured his there? throwing shoulder on a late hit by Minnesota safety Harrison Smith near the end of the fourth quarter in Sunday night's 25-20 victory over the Vikings. What up? Well, they but, make stuff to get over that. Take a steroid yeah, shot in the shoulder. They do. They need to. They need to shoot. Well, we got to be careful. He's our future. He's our franchise quarterback. Got to be careful with him. Hey, is that legal when they go into the little tent and they shoot him up with stuff? Is that legal? Like, what can they put in their bodies? Because a could, lot of things. Because literally, they like hop off the field like they're dying. Like, oh, we may never see you know Trubisky back. I mean, it could be the end of Trubisky. And then it, two minutes later, he comes out of that tent. And he's like. <laughs> Let's go. Well, you know those when Vegas, there's those hydration stations or whatever IVs you go get. Oh yeah, the, the the hangover heaven. Hangover it's the best heaven. thing ever. This is hangover yeah, heaven when they go in that tent in the NFL but for their is, injuries. This is hangover heaven times ten on rocket fuel. So dude. they put on like yeah. some Bob Marley and just like. <laughs> <laughs> Have you never seen way. Varsity Blues? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But that was illegal. That needle goes nowhere near his knee. Was that booby? No, that was when uh, the quarterback, the starting quarterback, went down, and Jonathan Johnny Moxon stopped Johnny in. Johnny Moxon, goes, yeah, star quarterback. But yes, but so coach, yes, that's he, that. Here, here's the thing, real quick about the Lions and the Bears, though. If Trubisky doesn't play, it may be a better game to watch because the Lions are huh? suck so bad that really the Bears are just going to murder them with Trubisky playing. If he doesn't play, it could be a closer game and maybe more exciting to watch. Well, there you go. Well, I mean, they just beat the Panthers, so I don't know what you mean by the Lions just suck. They beat the Patriots. They beat the Panthers. I mean, they're not terrible. They have some bad games. They're they're inconsistent, but I'm not going to say it's a because t- it's a division game. We're not going to say that. We need Trubisky out there. We don't want to go to our backup quarterback. In, in this, we we are winning the division. We need to make sure our franchise quarterback is okay. But yes, stop it we, with the franchise quarterback. No, he, he's so far he's looking good. And just last night, Eddie, you lost your butt. On, he left a lot of betting on Duke. Zion what did we learn Williamson. last night about Duke? Uh, they're good. They won, right? They're really good. I mean, Duke. But did you learn that they're beatable? No, they are not beatable. Oh, I, man. I, I, did you watch the game, Coach? 
I watched a little bit of the game, no, and I think they're beatable. They they are not beatable. I, there isn't one team that's going to get close to Duke. Uh, they they I, won I'm, by like six points. Yeah, I know, but they, I mean. That's they, close, Eddie. I don't know what you mean by close, but six points is a close game. Well, coach, I mean, they're playing Auburn. Auburn's pretty good, and like they just Auburn was just making baskets. What I've learned from watching basketball all day for twenty four hours—that's <laughs> what happens, coach. If you're making shots, you have a chance to beat anyone. But overall, overall, Duke is unstoppable. I mean, really, the only time Auburn got leads is when Zion Williamson was sitting. If they sat Zion Williamson, Auburn was like score, score, score. As soon as Williamson came back in, it was like, all right, we're going down again. It's just the way it is. They're unstoppable. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you get Zion Williamson in foul trouble, I mean, he can't play the whole game. He can't play all 40 minutes. Correct. He'll get too tired. So you can. They're beatable. If you can get him in foul trouble, it showed yesterday when you get one of these teams that are really good, a top team, they got competition. They, they've been blowing some teams out, but let's calm down on making them undefeated. Well, I, just, I, I think they're beatable. I never saw him stress. I never saw him stress during the game. It was just like, all right, we'll go down. Let's get them close. They could, sure, we have 12 points to give up. And then they'd give up like, you know, six or whatever. And then they would come back and make score. They would make baskets. And it, just, it never felt like they were going to lose the game. I just, I just didn't cover. That was it. Yeah, he didn't cover. What was the, what was the line? 11 and a half. Mm. Whoa. Ooh. 11 and a half. And, I was, and then you live bet it too, did you? Well, that was the live bet because it was at 1.22. So, wow. so Auburn could have lost by 22. And I was like, come on, hold that button, hold that button. And I was like, no, 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 no. It looks like they're coming back. Looks, so then it went all the way down to 11 and a half. And I was like, that's pretty low. There's, there's, I mean, Duke's so good, they've got to beat them by 11. And then and it half. went close at the end. And then it got close. Hey, does anybody have any locks in closing? Uh, no, I don't have any locks today. I don't even know if there's anything on TV well, today. Like, I mean, there's probably- are we doing Thanksgiving? What did we say for a podcast? Uh, I don't know. I may bring my brother and my dad up to do it. I'm, you guys, I, I know Eddie's going to the woods. Ray, I know you're going with your girlfriend's family. Yeah. My brother has been wanting to be on the podcast because my dad's been on it. So we may do one. I don't know if anybody will even download it because it's Thanksgiving and people don't really care about a podcast on Thanksgiving. Well, but, maybe it's something that the family can do around the dinner table, you know? Like sometimes right, those that's conversations what I was get thinking. boring. Exactly, and that's why we, we, we may – oh, they could. They could just put us in there right there next to the turkey and exactly. said, hey, everybody shut up so we don't fight. Let's just listen to the sore losers. Yeah, and then everyone's like, hey, will you pass me the gravy there? Oh, guys, it's, what would you rather? Ready? One, two, three. Would you rather? And they're like, all right, let's keep eating. Okay. Yes, and they should. They should take our would you rathers to their Thanksgiving dinner and have them around the table with your family. But, yeah, hopefully everybody has a wonderful Thanksgiving. There may be a podcast up, so please check. My brother may want to do it. My dad may want to do it. We may try it. What about your cousin? Um, Oh, my cousin Andrew, he goes, man, I'm really just, I'm knowledgeable in baseball. He goes, I'm not very good with anything else. And now that it's not baseball season, I may just be able to, he goes, I may be the paper runner. I'll get the stuff off the printer. That's cool. That's cool. All right. So, hey, let me give a lock. I don't know. So we, in the event we he, don't he do just, the Thanksgiving Coach, he podcast. got his phone out. And just so you know, he got his phone out about a minute ago while you were talking. This and, is stuff I've researched before. I just yeah. want to give it to the people. So, hey, guys, I yeah, want to yeah. be hot again. I want to give my lock. Call your bookies. Call Las Vegas. If you're in Las Vegas, place it at the sports book. I absolutely love on Thanksgiving Day. You got the uh, Washington Redskins and the Dallas Cowboys. The skins get plus seven and a half. Lock it up. I absolutely love it. We have been impressed with the Cowboys. They've been hot as of late. The skins have a backup quarterback. I believe it's Colt McCoy. I like what I saw from him in the final minutes of the last game. Redskins plus seven and a half. I want to get hot again. Take a couple hundred out. Don't tell your wife. Put it in the account. Put it 
in the sports book. Do what you need to do to make that money over Thanksgiving. Remember, we're building for Christmas. Lock it up. Uh, all right, coach. I might as well do one. Okay. Oh, gosh. Can you I guys do are one? Awesome. Yeah, Can I, I do one? I, do whatever you want, Dude, man. I'm not, I'm not your dad. Do whatever you want. <laughs> all right. Guys, this is called a stress free bet because I'm telling you right now it's only going to cost a dollar and you could win up to 50 bucks if you place this bet because tomorrow Tiger Woods is facing Phil Mickelson. Well, it's Friday but you're acting like what are you talking isn't it Friday no it's tomorrow I think right it's on Thanksgiving what? when yeah when, when is yeah the Tiger Phil yeah. is on Friday okay. is it, it says the 22nd Coach, the main thing for bets get the day right to start it out and then do your bet guys I think it's tomorrow no, it's Friday Okay. Oh, they would not put it on Thanksgiving when no one's going to be watching. When it's going to compete against hey, football? Hey, Coach, will you Google that while I'm giving the lock? Because I, yeah. I think it's tomorrow. No, anyway. it's Friday. It says right here on the betting site, the Friday. Friday, November 23rd, beginning at high noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern. The pay-per-view event, which oh. is $20. Oh, well, then you know what? I'm looking at the exhibition match. Freaking idiot. They're playing oh, an exhibition God. match tomorrow, which will not be televised, so you won't even know if you oh. win. You just have to keep refreshing the website. Finish what you're going to say. $50. Oh, if you put $1 that there's going to be a hole-in-one on that match, bet $1. This is, the, this is not a lock. We're not doing this. What? It's not a lock. Just trying <laughs> to help. You can't lock that. All right, just trying no, to help people make money. Okay. Leave the door halfway open, but if you want a dollar to just yeah. kind of... We're not even going to let you lock that one. Do that one is a fun one, but you don't <laughs> yeah, want to yeah, miss If you want to have that. some fun, okay, say can, put a dollar on okay, it. Okay, Coach, can, can I change my segment to me providing not a lock, but a fun bet? Yes. Yes. That could be fun, right? Yes. Because these locks stress me out, dude. All right. No more locks for you. You do fun bets. Yes, fun bets. If they yeah, you do fun, fun ridiculous zone. bets that you'll never win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> if you do, you win like a million dollars. Exactly. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful day. Uh, Sore Loser Show on Twitter. And we are. We, we, we want to know if you want a yum-yum in your tum-tum or puke nasty on that pizza. We'll put it up on the Twitter. Uh, have a wonderful holiday. Uh, check us tomorrow. We, we may be here. We may not. We don't know. Oh, is that it? Okay. That's it. Bye, guys. Right, see you guys. Gobble, 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 gobble,